The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Capp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Last time we talked about Harry, my husband, getting a new aortic valve, and the idea that parents, his parents were there hovering about and helping. The doctors had support. You know, I'm asking divine consciousness, what should we talk about today? And they want to talk about the joy of knowing. The joy of knowing that they're out there and that they're helping. So we discussed the fact that they're continuing on with loving us and wanting to take care of us in whatever way possible, making sure the surgeon's hands are steady if that's part of what's going on, bringing the light to the room, whatever it is, watching over and helping us calibrate whatever we need to be calibrating if we're you know, under or something like that is going on. All that is so important, and it brings so much comfort to know that they're still helping us. I continually hear from out there when I channel that heaven wouldn't be heaven if, if they couldn't be with the ones they love. Well, if a parent is watching out for you, if a loved one is, is looking out for you, they're going to continue to do that because that's what they do. They need to. They want to. They love us. You think they stop caring about us? You know, here's the thing. We've talked about how sometimes maybe the person who went out of body and went back to spirit would be the one to help us through it. Maybe a parent has gone out of body and that's the parent we'd re rely on to emotionally get through the difficult times in our life. You think they don't know that? You think they're not wrapped around you? They know that bereft feeling, that extra empty feeling that you, they know what you've gone through. They know how to best help you, and they want to be wrapped around you. It matters to them because they love us. And so that love is flowing. So if we can stop, even if we can't feel it, even if we don't know it physically, mentally, in any way other than knowing that they did love us, so that love continues. When we know that, we reassure them and we give them comfort in the knowing. Think about it. If we go off on a trip and we leave our loved ones behind, you think they're not worried about our well-being? You know, if we bump into somebody in the sidewalk, if we should trip or whatever happens, they're loving us. They might not be in our line of vision, but they want us to be okay. When they are out of body, they know we're suffering from the, the missing. Of course we are. 
But if we stop and remember that there is no break in the love, in the support, in the caring, it's interesting because, like we say, a soul family often has people in body and out of body at the same time. You think people who haven't come in yet, in terms of being born yet, that are part of our soul family, aren't out there loving us? You can see people who are waiting to come in out of body, babies. I get calls sometimes after channeling, oh, you know, my dad said he's he's holding this baby and he described it and then now that baby is here. That just happened recently. Somebody sent a picture. And this woman, her husband and her son had gone out of body in very close succession. And they came and they channeled in. They were holding a baby. And she sent a picture a couple of months ago that it was on its way in, and she just sent a picture of that baby here. It's very important for us to know that they're not just loving us, but they are also experiencing joy. They are also celebrating with us. They're feeling it. They're seeing it. What we are missing is seeing their reaction. They're out of body, so we cannot see that smiling face beaming at us the way we used to on the physical plane. And that's hard. It's real that we can't see that when we want that. And and especially if it's somebody that's been in our lives, a parent or somebody that, you know, since we're tiny, we're not used to not having that reaction. But here's where we can bridge it and help them. We can look up. And we can catch their eye, catch their spirit, and give a little nod, maybe get emotional, maybe not, maybe just shrug and go, I hope so, I really hope so. But a little acknowledgement. You know, Michaela, who often comes in, her, her mom channeled in, that awareness of the connection is the connection. I think that's one of the most powerful things that, that we can focus on. We know that they're enjoying it. Not only that, they kind of laugh out there and not at our suffering. They don't want us to suffer at all. But when we are afraid that they're missing out on all the goodies here on earth and seeing it and sharing in our joy, they'll sometimes chuckle and go, oh, we're, we're running up way before you. This kid coming in, you know, he's going to make the same face as me. Not so much that it's genetic, but we've been hanging out together. Oh, yes, I have influence. Little kids will often go up to a picture and know, they'll point. They'll know familiarity. They know. So the ones who are out there, they get to hold the little ones before they come in. So they have that joy. We're the ones who are hungry for the reaction. Let's make a choice to give them the reaction because we know, we know, we know what they're doing. So let's give them that reaction because it will make them happy. And it's also the reality. And as we allow this interaction to go on and on, we become more comfortable with it. It becomes more expanded. It becomes easier to feel. And will we still miss the physical reaction? Of course we will. So often somebody will talk about that the person out of body was the one person that their in-body person, they would catch each other's eye and feel safe in the world tethered, that there's a connection. And when the person we love goes out of body, we feel like a balloon that's been let go of and not tethered and not, and, and where and what. Take a deep breath. Let's do our protection. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. 
We wear it not only for our own protection, but also feel that smile coming in, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and heal. Feel every cell expanding and becoming lighter. Your vibration is going up as you're just listening now. You're aligning your intention. Your vibration is expanding. You might feel lightheaded. Take a breath and just feel. And know that they're with us. And know that that look that we shared, that little commiseration, that in cahoots, they're doing it with us. Allow that feeling. Don't worry about if they're doing it this minute. If you're focused on it, they probably are. But allow yourself to feel that feeling. Yes, they're out of body. We're not denying that. Right now, they're hooked into you and loving you. Allow yourself to feel that expansion and the knowingness that you are not alone in whatever you are feeling. And here's the thing. So much of what they're feeling is similar to us. We just might want to get through and say, let them know, you know, tell them I love them. Tell them I'm, it's okay. Tell them I'm not mad. Tell them it was. They know that because you're putting it out. They have total access. Allow yourself that same access. Allow the softness. Allow what you need. And if tears come and it feels too hard right now and there's a lump in your throat and nothing comes and you feel like folding down and crying, that's okay too. It's a lot of process. But here's the thing they really want to focus on today. We're, we've been talking about knowing that they're here helping us and that our acknowledging it does help them. They love to know that they are actively collaborating and that we're in on it. When we look up and say thank you, when we look up and say yes, it brings them great joy and it raises their vibration as well as ours. So they want to share something else. Our dear friend Michaela went out of body. It was um, just a, a couple of days ago, the anniversary, she went out on her birthday she went, she went out of body on her 22nd birthday, and it's now been five years. And she came in, and she's right here, and she's talking about the fact that her parents have, have discussed that, you know, so much of, of their hopes and dreams were what they pictured for her. They were hoping that this would happen, and that would happen, and they would get to see this, or her grow, and, and the milestones that that when we have a child that we're, we hope and pray that they can have. And of course, when somebody we love like that goes out of body, all of that is dashed and is not going to happen the way we perceived. And it's a dismantling of the dreams and the perception. But here's the beauty of it, what Michaela wants to share with you. She's still doing a lot of those things. She's got a little romance going on. I don't know if you've been following this, but Connor, another out-of-body um, kid, he was, uh, I think, around 27 when he went out-of-body, and I got to channel him for his parents, and it's such an honor. Well, he's been showing up around Michaela whenever Michaela's coming around, and um, knowing the two of them as I do, I can see it. I can see that there's so much, so so many similarities, and I'm hoping that, well, these both kids want their parents to meet because... That's how they would feel if they were in body, if they have a new friend that they feel that close to, 
or maybe even some romance to it. They want their loved ones to connect. They want us to feel comfortable with the relatives, and they want that reassurance. They want that. Not that long ago, somebody else that had been channeling for a while, for his parents and for his sister, talked about the fact that he was in love, and it was somebody that their parents, you know, actually knew for a time and who had gone out of body a while back, and she started showing up with him. And eventually we had, we, we like to channel on um, the anniversary of his, of his going out of body. And they talked about that they wanted to have with their immediate family. And Harry and I were there and I was channeling and we were having dinner. And they said that they would like to make this dinner a celebration because they decided that they wanted to be together and they wanted his parents' blessing. And they also wanted to talk to them about letting her parents know, who they know a bit socially, what's going on, that they're having this. They get to have these things. Now, is it is it hard to believe? Maybe, but think about it. I'll, I'll, really, if that's, if that's where we're coming and going, it's a revolving door. Imagine all the action going on out there. When we go out of body and visit our loved ones out there, it's pretty busy out there. How do we find each other? You don't have to worry about that. Somehow we do. Your out-of-body loved ones who are out-of-body vibrationally, they know where you are. They're wrapped around you. But they want you to know. Michaela wants her parents to know, and she shares with them. And, and others, I'm feeling a gathering of souls, they want you to know that they're having some of the things that we pictured that they can no longer have because they're no longer on the physical plane. And they're telling us, again, we don't get the delight in watching it, but they do get to have those things. And we can help them enjoy those things, even though we can't see it, and it is so hard. I can't even imagine, you know, talking to Michaela's parents turning and walking away from the expectations of what you thought you would hope and have, and then realizing that it can happen differently because, you know, they love their daughter so much they want her to have, and she's delightedly telling them, well, guess what? Not only can I have, not only do I learn and grow, not only will you know everything about it when you get here, but I'm filling you in in every way I can to let you know. And so when we channel her friend Connor shows up, and they're having fun together. They're learning how to expand. They're not only enjoying each other's company, but they're figuring out new and fun ways to get through. Love is expansive. Somebody's story doesn't end because they go out of body. It really doesn't. Our vision of what we can see in it, oh boy, is that interrupted for sure. I'm not making light of that at all. But the thing is, they really want us to know that even if we're in the midst of grief, there could be some acknowledgement that, yeah, this isn't the way we wanted it. This is not the way we had planned, and I still don't agree with it. However you want to look at it, take a deep breath and feel yourself soften. Let them come through. Let them let you know what they're feeling. Let them come through. They're not resting. 
Oh, one kid just said it's more like Woody Woodpecker out here, like peck, 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 trying to get through. Even if you're not sure yet, even if it's just an inclination, give them a gift. Michaela's asking you, look up at these kids and give them the gift. She says she's the envy of many souls because her parents are constantly doing this. There's such reciprocity. There's such an interaction. And so many out there, heaven will be heaven so much more if you just say hi. I know you're still loving us and we're still loving you. Even if you're not collecting messages yet, don't forget, we've talked about this before, they're learning how to do it. They've been in body. So they're learning how to do it in dreams. Sometimes you'll feel them. It's visceral. You can taste it. You feel like like on your fingertips that you hugged and the essence of it and not a word. Do you know that that's very common? Because they're getting their energy through in this visceral way, but they don't know how to do the words yet. And you know what? Like we've talked about before, energy is our first language. So when people go back home in that way, and this is home too, we're not negating this wonderful earth home that we have, but when people are out of body, they're learning, They, you know, like people, babies come in and then they have to learn the language and it takes a while to speak. When we go back out of body, it's so energetic and they're hugging and they're loving and they're coming through and they're doing it with the energy as they adjust to the higher frequency of being back out of body. They're loving us. They're doing it, and they're learning how to do it, playing with the energies that can reach us. Let's do the same for them and look up and say, the sun and the stars, beautiful energy coming through the ocean, the flowers, the trees, the animals, each other. Feel that love expand us. Take a deep breath. Feel yourself just opening up. And the knowingness, don't worry about content right now. Maybe you're getting all kinds of things and maybe you're not. Let's just focus on that feeling of allowing, of expansion. Take a breath. Let your heart be open. Maybe you feel something different in your mouth. Maybe the energy is in your throat. Maybe you feel it in the soles of your feet. Notice what you feel. There's no right way. It's a translation. Think of babies when they're coming in, all that love beyond the words. And think of our loved ones going out of body. Don't worry about the words. We're loving them. They're loving us. And so many, so many are trying to get through with, they might have been angry or maybe something happened or maybe misunderstanding. And yet there could be a whole life of love or maybe a whole life of, repression that they were taught, that they were taught so many people out of body. They are so, oh my God, so frustrated. Why didn't I tell them when I had my voice? Why was I afraid? Why was I? We're human. We're human. Let's forgive them and forgive ourselves in whatever manner feels comfortable or not, whatever feels right for you. But I can tell you with 100% certainty just about every soul who's transitioned out is looking to sort it out, looking to come through, looking to help, and wanting to let us know that they're privy to all the beauty, all the things that we would wish for them. 
And again, there aren't that many souls that really are not on on track for goodness, but, you know, you see the news, you know there are things going on. Those souls are getting help. They're in a rehab setting. It is gentle and kind, even if we feel we might not be. Of course, you know, there's people come to an understanding. Of course, they have to. But we're talking about the majority of souls who love even if they were repressed, who are ashamed that they didn't get it all through because they feel it. And, oh, dear, why didn't I? They're having some of those same regrets that we might have. You see, that love is reciprocal and it's going back and forth. Just take a breath with that knowing. Allow yourself the sense of responsibility that whatever you want to pour out to them, they get. And you know what? We're all learning. We're all expanding. And even if you know better tomorrow what you say today, they're hearing you then. They hear you. They know how to find you. Energetically, they are near. Let's also focus on the idea that they're allowed to have joy, expansion, meet new people. They want us to meet each other, the families of the people they love. It is very important to them that we know that so that we understand that they're not missing out in that way and they want to share it. But you know what else that means? They want us to breathe. They want us to expand. They want us to love um, loved ones who have been in a love relationship for a long time, they'll be out of body or even a short time, but they'll say they might not have the need for it out there, or they might feel that way here. But they want to give not just permission, but they want an arm around person they love who's here. And they talk about it. They say, you know what? I, I want somebody, our soul family, I will help bring in the right person to help hold you because you're in body and in body there are different needs. But they'll say, we have access to you so we don't have the same need. Are there conversations and relaxing and powwows up there where everybody is talking and I, I just picture hanging out and having a cup of tea with friends or that egg cream with my dad at the deli? That's all going on. But they are with us and expanding with us and wanting us to have Think about it. Just because we can't watch a loved one have all the things we pictured for them, we want them to have, we want their soul to have as much experience and love and expansion, and we can be in on it. We can be part of that equation. Ah, but part of that equation for their bliss, they're saying, is that we do the same thing. It is a wonderful equation that expansion and raising our vibration, our vibration to be closer to theirs so that we can feel them more and hear them more. Think about it. What it is, is embracing the earth plane. What a beautiful setup. Might not be ready for it when we're grieving, and grieving, of course, we have to do. But when somebody hugs us and you just get that little wave, when the cat is purring, when the doggy is barking, when the... when when the sun is setting or rising and the flowers are there, it's all there to help us expand, to help raise our vibration. And they want love for us and they want laughter for us. So often, there are so many themes that come through all the time, and especially kids. When they hear us laughing, it, it, they're ecstatic, they're happy. 
especially if our kids were trying to make us laugh before they went out. If you have somebody, I ha I'm picking up on a couple here that are saying that they were the typical class clowns. And imagine if they're the ones who wanted to bring that in. And, and it's just like the parent who might have helped us through the loss. They might be the ones who would help us by bringing in that little ray of sunshine or that little irreverent remark. They're working with us. They want it for us. And when we realize that we're collaborating and it's not one way, that they're giving back to us and wanting us to have some laughter, they, boy, do they want us to have birthday cake on their birthday. So many kids say, go, and this is what I'd be into now. I was a little young, but now, now I want a microscope. Now I want a telescope. And I wouldn't want to see it's really funny because because they're out of body, they can see and, and, and just be flying through the heavens. And they're thinking, if I were in body, I would want a telescope to see some of this. And then I want you to wrap it up and I want you to gift it to someone my age who might not have. It makes them happy, but we're able to do for them and then pass it on. When we go buy for them, when we cook their favorite thing, if it's hard, don't do it. If it's grievous, don't do it. But if it brings you, if it brings you some peace, some expansion, the way that comfort food can bring, know that they're there. Oh yeah, a lot of them want the smell of cookies. My dear friend Sita, she she wanted to make steak all the time, and she was veggie at the time. But after her son went out of body, she kept her knee-jerk reaction is, "What if he's hungry?" So she'd want to make him a steak. We're here in body and we're straddling both worlds with our loved ones out there and they're out of body and they're straddling both worlds because they love us and so together picture that infinity that figure eight lying on its side just flowing back and forth every which way it's all happening and they want us to be happy we want them to be happy and Right here, what we're talking about is allowing ourselves to tap into that with them as they do with us. Take a deep breath. Think of your loved ones who are out there. Think of their favorite foods. Feel, feel yourself tasting them. That's like sending them a booster shot of the things they love here on Earth. Do you know that? If you make something delicious, they love the smell. They can manifest anything they like. But it's a way to connect through our senses. And so when we stop and think about that they're using their senses and their energy to collaborate with people out there, there are kids out there who are pursuing medical expansion and understanding and working with doctors. There are budding chefs out there or people who have done it many, many times here who are helping others out there. Maybe somebody is over your shoulder asking you to add a little more seasoning. All of that is going on, but we can't become so obsessive that we negate our physical life because the beauty of it is embracing the physical life is the key. So we can't go that far down a path of sitting in the dark, though sometimes we need to. But when our heart is exploring and understanding and commiserating and sharing and wondering and pondering and allowing ourselves to feel, we can know that they are with us, they are aligned with us, and in the same way 
you want them to have. They want us to have. And believe me, I hear it all the time, and I'm so grateful too. When we are reunited on the same vibrational level and the communication is so much easier, we'll go over everything. And with such delight, with such expansion, and I hear that when that happens, all the pain just melts away, even though you're feeling it now in body. Don't forget our bodies are designed so beautifully to hold and to remember and to anguish because we came here to learn and we came here to love in spite of whether or not our loved one is in front of us, whether they're in body far away, or whether they're out of body. Because love is that one thing that travels between worlds, is the connection with all the worlds, through all the languages, through all of our hearts, through all the nations, through all, all of life is love, the vibration of love. Allow yourself to breathe it in. Know that you're held. Know that you're expanding. I can feel with this breath so many things letting go. If your body's snapping and crackling and popping, allow it. Your loved one's with you right now, helping you expand. Loving you. Loving you. Allow yourself to know that we're still on all, all in this together. It's changed. Yes, it has. But we can learn how to pass notes back and forth and have full love waves going back and forth and breathe each other in with such love and such determination and knowingness, knowing that we're sharing and loving because that never ends. And that's something that you have the power to go into and feel at any time. And the beauty is it's happening, whether or not you feel it, whether or not you try. It's just always happening. Allow yourself to feel how much they love you and what they want for you and your life. And take a deep breath and feel that joy. And no, they may be past, but boy, oh boy, are they present and wanting and loving and sharing. Till we meet again. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.